Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. I can't believe it's been almost two years since I've last hosted a live training. Well, consider this a manifestation because for the first time in almost two years, I'm hosting a live three-day money manifestation training called Cashflow. And the best part, it's absolutely free to join. We're going to be talking all about raising your financial set point, taking your power back when it comes to money so that it no longer has its hold on you, having money respond to you as the sovereign queen of money, not the other way around, becoming wealthy without frying your nervous system, the exact steps to accessing financial abundance for life, and so much more. You can sign up for this free training at manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. We start May 15th and I can't wait to see you there. Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to, you guessed it, the Manifestation Babe podcast. I hope you guys are doing phenomenal today. I want to talk about habits today especially my non-negotiable habits for success. And what I would love to offer in this podcast is perhaps a different way of looking at habits than what you're normally used to when people talk about their habits. I get this question all the time. What are my daily habits in life? And I have noticed that in various stages of my life, I tend to cycle between different ways of thinking when it comes to habits. So let me explain. Rather than looking at habits all the time, 100% of the time, as what time am I going to wake up at? And then being consistent with that, right? Or what am I going to eat every day? And then being consistent with whatever that is. Or what days of the week am I going to work out at? And being consistent with that. Uh, journaling every single morning, right? Doing a specific morning routine, a specific evening routine, or what time blocks am I going to be productive today? Or am I going to meditate meditate today? And if so, for how long? And let's stay consistent with that, right? We're very used to seeing these morning and evening routines and whatever, what I call daily habits. And daily habits are amazing. They're so awesome. However, there is something else, I think, broader speaking, I I can't quite tell. And it's kind of like I'm processing this as I'm explaining this to you because I'm like, I don't know if one builds from the other or it's just two different ways of looking at it or it's like two different cycles that you could find yourself in. 
And regardless of what it is, maybe it just doesn't need a label. Okay. Maybe this will open you up to something else. Maybe this will open you up to thinking about things differently, or I don't know, it's going to, it's going to spark something within you. So right now at this stage in my life where I'm a super busy mom, and I know that if you're a mom or a parent or whoever raising a child, (laughs) you know that your day looks so different every single day. So maybe that's what it is. Before I had a baby, every single day I could predict because I am responsible for myself. My husband can take care of himself. I have two dogs, yes, but they're so much easier than a child unless they're a puppy. I will say puppies are kind of similar to (laughs) infants in some ways. And every single day can essentially be programmed to be the same. I can be in charge of my schedule. I can wake up at whatever time I need to wake up at. I can, you know, there's the daily habits thing is so simple, taking care of easy. And nowadays my days lack consistency. And I will say that I kind of thrive in periods of my life where not every single day is the same because I get bored really easily. Okay. So there's the smaller habits that keep me on track on a day-to-day basis, but then there's something called, I don't know, I want to call it my visionary habits or big picture habits or energy habits or embodiment habits or just ways of thinking habits that is what's working for me right now, where it's keeping me on track when it comes to my big picture vision of life. And I have the flexibility within every single day to not stress out about, oh my God, I didn't do this today. Or, oh my God, I didn't eat that way today. Or, oh my God, I forgot to work out or I didn't have time to work out. And feeling like I've completely dropped the ball on life, adding in pressure that puts in puts my unconscious mind into survival mode. And it just doesn't work, especially when I need to be the best version of myself for my son. So let's look at it this way. If the daily typical, you know, those structure habits are considered to be masculine energy and kind of follow the cycles of the sun. So 24 cycle, 24 hour cycles. Why don't we look at this as like feminine energy habits, ones that flow in cycles, spread over longer periods of time and nurture the visionary inside of you. And ones that set up what you do on a daily basis based on who you are being. Ooh, I like that. Okay. So let's go into it. Let me just give you some examples. Let's go into it so you can see what I mean by this. Number one non-negotiable habit that I believe is so responsible for my success that isn't quite something that happens on a day-to-day basis, but in the long spectrum of time, it is consistently what what I do, which is regularly invest in coaching of some sort. So whether that's business coaching, mindset coaching, trauma release coaching, something, something along the lines of coaching or even personal training. I recently hired a personal trainer in the gym and that's just been my like fitness coach essentially who has been such a game changer. So amazing. If you can get a personal trainer and you're just wasting time at the gym, figuring out what should I do? What should I not do? How much time do I have? Should I fit this in or that in? Just like turn your brain off, show up to the gym, have a trainer. They will literally set everything up for you and the workout's done. It's amazing. (laughs) It's like my new favorite thing. 
can't believe I waited so long to do this. Anyway, my most favorite, um, besides that, my most recent favorite type of coaching is rapid resolution therapy, which I've been talking about. Um, if you've been following me closely and obviously I interviewed the founder of RRT, so it's rapid resolution therapy for short. And this is something that I have probably had, I don't know, five, six sessions already with Dr. John Connolly. Um, and then my coach, Andrea Crowder, she also is trained in RRT. So I've just been doing a lot of this in the last year. And it's something I've committed the next year of my life and getting certified in so that I can really maximize the manifestation process for my students. Because I think that this is going to be such a game changer in shortening the distance between where you are now and where you want to go. Because all of the resistance in between is just gone. It's eliminated so quickly. So very powerful stuff. Why I got in the habit of investing in myself even long before it made financial sense is because I just don't believe in wasting time. I just think that, you know, there, there's only so much time that we have. And yes, we can eventually figure things out on our own. But the thing is, is that I found that when I have a coach, when I have a third person perspective, someone who's objective, someone who is a master of what they do, and they can look at me, look at my way of thinking, look at how I'm processing things, look at how I'm going about something and go, Catherine, you could do it this way and it would be so much faster and so much better and so much more in alignment with who you are because alignment is everything to me, right? So I always process things through, okay, is this person, what this person saying in alignment with me? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I should go for it. And I just find coaching to be such a timeline collapser. You can accomplish so much, so much faster. So I don't know if you'll hate me for sharing this, but something that Brennan has been really good at in the past that he has kind of let go of for a temporary amount of time and then just got back into is coaching. We used to both have a one-on-one coach at all times. And then, you know, at some point you go, eh, I'm good, right? <laughs> Which is a mindset that I don't get into, but my husband will sometimes get into that. And lately um, he's been feeling stuck in certain aspects of his life. And I keep saying, Brennan, get a coach, Brennan, get a coach, Brennan, get a coach. And he just wasn't listening to me and that's okay. And a lot of people get frustrated with their spouses because they're like, oh my God, I can see their blocks. I can see their potential. Why aren't they blah, 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 blah. And I'm always like, you know what? Just keep your shit clean. Keep your side of the street clean. As Gabby Bernstein says, focus on yourself, be the example. They'll come around eventually. Eventually they'll figure out what, the, what they're doing isn't working, what you are is. And so they'll get curious about what you're doing because they're going to see that it works for you. Hmm. Like the curiosity is real, <laughs> especially in the male species. And anyway, so long story short, he finally had a one-on-one session with Dr. John Connolly and he was like, what the fuck? Why did I wait so long? And I'm like, I know, I know. That's why I do this. I could sit there and just mull in my own shit for years at a time. Okay. Even if it's weeks, that's like years to me. (laughs) I can sit there and just try to figure shit out on my own, or I can pay a professional to help me figure it out, uh, to help me figure it out together or just figure it out for me. I mean, it is amazing. 
If you have not invested in a program or coaching or something to help you shift your way of thinking, shift the way that your mind processes information, especially if you're just by yourself and the way your mind is processing information is just stuck and you are spinning in circles, repeating the same patterns over and over and over and over and over again, I don't believe that coaching is a luxury. There's this misconception that coaching is a luxury. It is not. I think what the real luxury is wasting time. (laughs) I think what the real luxury is, is like not doing anything. I think it's a must that if you don't have time to waste, if you have a mission and a purpose and you really want to fulfill on that in this lifetime, don't do it alone. This is a habit that I like if I could just if if you were to ask me just one thing, one like if I were to leave this planet tomorrow and I were to leave you with one thing today, I would say this, this number one thing because it has been such a game changer in my life and that's why I do the work that I do, that's why I offer my own services, my own programs like the Manifestation Babe Academy, our end of the year um New Year's program called Epically Aligned, which is launching very, very soon. Those kinds of things I am offering my expertise to people out there because I know that I could literally resolve decades of your life. Like I can take decades of your life and shorten it into a couple weeks, a couple months, a couple years, however long it takes. It's going to be so much faster than the DIY approach. And I know that a lot of people look at the DIY approach as like, well, it's free. I can just Google it. I can just buy a $10 book, whatever. And yes, those resources are amazing. I have my own free resources. I have my own books. I have all kinds of things in various um, investment prices. But what very few people look at is they, very few people realize that time is money and money is time. And you can either spend a lot of time taking up on something that you're trying to figure out or trying to learn or whatever. But in the long run, like how much money are you actually bleeding by doing that, right? Yes, it's free financially, but in the long run, could you have used that time more wisely to make more money in the end? Like, could you have figured this out in one single session or one single program or whatever it is that you invested in and then have the rest of your year to implement Or would you rather spend that whole year or two years or three years learning and trying to figure it out and just wasting your time? And sure, eventually you're going to get there, but why wait for eventually? You know what I mean? Let's not live an eventually life. That's just not the life that I came here to live. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you are not trying to live an eventually life either. So yeah, these things take investments up front, but guess what? You're going to get right into implementation mode. You're going to be able to make your money back and so much more because you're not just wasting time learning. You learned it on the, on the go. You had something cleared. You had something shifted. You released a limiting belief. Boom, let's get into action, baby. And of course, law of action is what makes law of attraction work in the 3D, physical, tangible, material world. So that I'm going to get off my soapbox now. That's number one. <laughs> number two is pretty much, I mean, it's it's similar, but different. Delegate, delegate, delegate. Now, this is a habit that was hard for me to implement because being such an independent soul, it is so easy for me to just be like, ah, I got it. I'll figure it out. I'll do it myself. And even in the smallest of examples, for example, I hired a full-time home manager to work in my home basically 
five full days a week. Sometimes she comes in um, on Saturdays in the morning to help out with certain things. And I have someone in my home literally hired to help me in my home. So whatever that requires, laundry, dishes, uh, PA tasks, mailing things out, returns, taking packages in, walking the dogs, whatever, right? Amazing. It's one of the key ways to how I was able to survive without a nanny or a night nurse um, raising my baby so far. And even through that, sometimes I'd be sitting on my couch and I would want, I would need something, right? I'm like pumping on the couch because that's that's what I do for a living now is I pump, pump milk. So I'm pumping on the couch and I'm like, oh, I would just love some water right now. And what I would do is my independent, independent asshole would just get up, <laughs> go get water, come back, put my pumps back on and then just be like, you know, I can, I, I got it. I can handle it myself. And what I've implemented as a habit for me as this overarching visionary habit is like, if I don't have to do it myself, I won't. And that was hard for me initially, but now I'm like, I have no shame being like, Hey, can you grab that for me? And having her who is so happy to do this, this is literally, she tells me all the time, she's like, Catherine, I could have done that for you. And I'm like, I know, I know, I know. She's like, Catherine, stop. I got it. I'm like, I know, I know, I know, I know. Right. So it's not like I'm making someone do something that they don't want to be doing. It's literally this person's hired for that task. So I'm like, you know what? Can you go grab me some water, please? I know the glass is literally right there, but like it's a whole thing to get up or I don't even justify anymore. I'm like, Hey, can, can you bring me some water, please? And yeah, absolutely. That's how I got on board with having matchas literally delivered to my bed before I thought it was so badass to like maybe order matcha to my door. Like my building brings it right to my door, right to my unit and leaves it outside the door for me in the morning. I used to do that. And then I was like, you know what? I don't know how I feel about drinking non-organic matcha with non-organic almond milk. And I'm just a total brat when it comes to, (laughs) I'm just a total bougie brat when it comes to my food and the quality of what I put in my body. And so I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, sure. I'll make my own matchas. It's fine. I'll, I'll commit the extra 15 minutes. And then one day she's like, Catherine, I can do that too. And I'm like, you're right. You can. So we taught her how to make my matcha. And literally I wake up in the morning and my matcha is brought to me literally in bed, bedside, delicious, amazing, just how I want it. I don't even have to get out of bed for it. Fucking goals. Let me tell you, if you want something to manifest in the next year, manifest that. (laughs) It's amazing. So delegation, if I don't have to be doing it, especially now being a mom, I shouldn't be doing it. My time is so extremely valuable and every single minute that I spend with Orion counts. So now, like for example, when I'm recording podcasts and stuff where I'm doing something for work, for you know my business, I will triple confirm that this is something that I actually want to be doing because delegation is not sex. I mean, obligation is not sexy anymore. My energy is a precious, luxurious, premium, priceless gift. And I don't need to be obligated to be giving my energy in places where it doesn't belong. In fact, I recently sent a quote to my uh, graphic designer so she can make me a little graphic. And I wrote, your energy is a priceless gift, not a cheap obligation. And regardless of what you can or can't or are able to delegate at this moment, I just want you to, I just want to encourage you to get into the mindset of figuring out how you can delegate things in the capacity that you can at the moment. Because there's definitely a time in my life where I didn't have someone working full-time in my home, right? That's just a thing that was recent for me. I had a time when I didn't have team members 
on my team to kind of like help me spread the workout. It was me doing everything and I was fucking drowning. And so when I do these podcasts now or I do anything for work, I make sure that this is something I really want to do because my time with my son is so precious. And I ask myself, is this worth me leaving my son for even just a minute? I don't know. Do I sound like a crazy obsessed mom? I don't even care how I sound because I'm totally okay with it. I love him so much. So um, yeah, when my energy is poured, you know, is poured into the right places, I'm happier, I'm more successful and my business and my family thrives. So if I don't need to be doing it, why am I doing it? If I don't need to be editing that thing, if I don't need to be um, taking that photo, if I don't need to be recording that thing or whatever it is, when it might not require me necessarily and someone else can do it, they're going to do it. Delegation. Delegation is hot. And the best part about delegation, you guys, what so many independent women don't realize is that a lot of the shit that you hate doing, that you think everyone else hates doing, someone else out there in the world is begging for that to be their job. They're begging to help you. I could not believe it. I absolutely hate cleaning and cooking. Okay. Just hate it. I'm not a domesticated goddess. Um, I was made to be an entrepreneur. I was made to run a business. I was made to be a mom cooking and cleaning and being a domestic goddess. No, not for me. But there's people out there whose dream job it is to be a domestic goddess. Like if they could do it for a living, that would satisfy the shit out of them. And so by you not delegating properly, you are literally taking these gifts away from someone else. It's like someone else not letting you do the things that you most love doing just because they think that you hate doing it. Think about that for a second. Number three, invest in what motivates you. So my investment, my like number one love in life besides my family is travel. So I always have a trip to look forward to. When my trip ends, I'm already thinking about the next one. I'm booking the next one and I maybe do a big trip just about every quarter Since I've given birth, of course, it's changed a little bit. So maybe it's like twice a year now for big, big, big trips. Um, For example, we're going in January on a big trip. Then the next one is probably going to be June. And there's going to be mini trips in between. But for me, just let's think back pre-kids, it would be like quarterly. And this is just what personally motivates me in life. And so when I have a trip booked, it's like everything just feels easier and more smooth because I know that eventually I'm going to be off and I'm going to be somewhere else in another place around the world. And I'm just going to be chilling and vibing and living my best life. And no matter what it is, it doesn't have to be travel for you. It could literally just be like having a whole Sunday off at the spa or just reading a good book. Like if you're a huge bookworm like me, like maybe you're investing in a book every single week that isn't just personal development. Okay. I made that mistake before where all I did for fun was personal development and that just eventually drained me. So investing in like a TV show, even, uh, you know, I used to be in the belief system that watching Netflix is like a waste of time. I think that being intentional with how you spend your time is the best thing for everybody. 
And if once a week you binge watch an entire season of a show because that lights you up and that helps you decompress and sets your sets you up for the rest of the week where you can actually show up as being the best version of yourself, I don't think Netflix is a waste of time anymore. So it just depends on how you're doing it. Are you doing it to avoid something? Are you filling a void? Are you trying to hide from something? Or is this just genuinely how you decompress? So anything can be escapism. Travel can absolutely be escapism. In fact, I've gone on some trips that were escapism for me to where I'm like, oh, if I just go on this trip, it's going to fill this void for me. And it, of course, never does. And I end up being miserable on the trip anyway. So it's being really intentional with it, right? But regardless, invest in what motivates you. Number four, resting for reals. So this is something that was very hard for me for a very long time. And that's because I was not actually properly resting. For me, I would look at resting as, you know what, I'm going to chill on the couch, but I'm going to be productive at the same time. So I'm going to turn on this course I'm going to learn something. I'm going to invest my time wisely. So yes, I'm resting. I'm not working, but I'm still learning. Or yes, I'm resting, but I've been on TikTok for two hours now, scrolling, 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 leaking my energy into everyone else's lives. That is not real resting. So offline resting, doing actually nothing or just playing. Like I could see going to Disneyland for a day is resting. Absolutely. Because you're not doing something that you normally do. You're not, you're not, um, pretending like you're resting, right? You're actually going out and you're enjoying yourself. You're doing something different and you're letting your mind decompress for reals. That is a big shift that I've made recently that has made all the difference because especially now having a little boy, I don't rest very much anymore. My brain is always on. My brain cannot function properly if I hear him crying. It's like no matter, you could be talking to me, you could be telling me the most important thing in the world and I just, I can't focus on you. I'm like, I'm sorry, my baby's crying. I hear him, I gotta go. (laughs) So I'm sure if you're a mom, you totally get it. It's like something happens to your brain. Number five, the last one that I'm gonna give you for now is setting intentions with everything that I'm doing. So intention is the juice behind manifesting. It is the, it's like the, the, the spark, the initial spark behind everything that eventually gains momentum. So asking myself something that I've been doing lately is asking myself in everything that I'm doing, why am I doing this and what is my intention to get out of it? So for example, sitting down to create a podcast My intention always is to have fun and provide immense value to whoever is listening and make them feel really good. Like my intention is always that you end one of my episodes, no matter what the topic is, no matter what the story is, no matter what I share, you feel good. You feel ready for the day. You feel aligned. You feel motivated, inspired, calm, cool, collected, whatever it is, those positive feelings that get you going in the most aligned way. And I also want to have fun while doing it. I want to experience enjoyment as I talk. And I want to provide you with immense value. I want you to learn as we're having this, I guess, monologue together. (laughs) You're not really talking back to me, but I honestly, I see you right now and I feel like we're in conversation. 
My intention is to be like your spiritual girl next door BFF, just sharing the shit, like sharing whatever it is that she's learned recently with you. That's my intention. And so far, based on the reviews that I get, the feedback that I get, that's pretty much, you know, the the manifestation of my intention. And that's awesome. So what do I desire my experience to be? Intention is going to guide the energy in everything that you do. So energy without guidance flows without direction. How I see intentions is like the aim of the arrow. So you have a bow and arrow, you're shooting an arrow. The aim of the arrow is important, right? We can take action. We can let it go and let it fly in the sky of wherever it is that we want it to go. But if we're not aiming properly, that's cool that we keep shooting it, but it ain't really going where we want it to go. So the direction in which you shoot it in, aka intention, is what determines it in its manifestation of getting to the right spot, which the right spot can be looked at as your desired goal or desired experience or whatever it is. Super key, super important. Again, it's a habit. It's a habit of pausing and asking yourself a question. What is my intention? Very, very simple. Going to the gym on the way. What is my intention? Recording a podcast. What is my intention? calling a friend, what is my intention? Entering a business meeting, what is my intention today? Going to bed, what is my intention, right? Great, restful, rejuvenating sleep. Waking up in the morning, what is my intention? Eating a meal, what is my intention? I mean, once you get into the habit of this, I'm telling you, you're going to start noticing that things in life are just going to follow your intention in such a beautiful, almost like precise way to where you're literally like, wow, the universe is actually listening. And yes, it is. It's always listening. Okay. So I think, long story short here, I think that you need both in life. I think that you need the visionary habits, which I um, hope makes sense to you now, just based off of what I shared with you. You can see how this is not necessarily something you do every day, except for the intention setting. Resting for reals. Yeah. Like let's find a place and time for that booking a trip. It's not like I book a trip every day. Delegation, that's something that is like an overarching visionary habit that I then implement into my day-to-day life. So it's like a way of thinking. It's a visionary. It's a motivation habit. Regularly investing, coaching of some sort. I'm not having a coaching session every day, but that guides the energy in which I operate in on a daily basis. So I think you need both in life, the visionary habits and the daily habits. And I don't feel like people talk enough about their visionary habits right? They, they say, they talk a lot about their daily habits. So it's like, I write down in my journal every single day. This is what I write down. I eat a certain way. I get up at a certain time. I check things off my to-do list. Here's my to-do list. Here's the, the productivity thing that I use. Um, but they rarely ever share the big picture stuff. And I noticed that. And I was like, you know what? As a mom now being in the cycle, I feel like it's not really about the daily habits for me, but it's about the visionary habits that fuel me on a day-to-day basis and help me prioritize where I'm spending my time on a daily basis. So also speaking of visionary detailed habits and the things that make up my success, everyone always wants to know what my hack is for successfully achieving the goals that I set every single year on New Year's Eve. 
And I'm about to share that hack with you. So if you haven't already enrolled into my annual five-day New Year's program, Epically Aligned, um, just know that we're closing it in just a couple of days. It's a one-time only program. I only run it live for five days. Again, once it's closed, it's closed. So get the exact goal manifesting system that I developed in the year that I not only achieved my 12-month goals in six months, but also six times my stretch goal that year that I thought for sure would be something that I would take me until the end of the year to achieve. And I realized that not only did I achieve it in six months, but I also six times it by the time we got to the end of the year. And that's because I discovered that traditional goal setting just doesn't work. It's not fueled from the manifestation perspective. It's not fueled from alignment. It's not fueled from intention. It's not fueled from embodiment. It's literally the most 3D boring shit you could do of just writing some shit down in your in your notebook and just hoping that it'll work and hoping that you're going to stay motivated the, the rest of the year. And I'm going to show you how you can stay motivated for the entire year and make goal manifesting literally as simple and effortless and streamlined as making a toast on New Year's Eve and clinking your champagne glasses with all your loved ones around you. That's that's my vision for you. That's how I see it being that simple and easy. So if you haven't already enrolled, go to manifestationbabe.com slash links. It's also in the show notes as well before the doors close on Sunday. Again, that's my generic link page, but we've made it super easy. The button for Epigway Line is on there. That's manifestationbabe.com slash links. With that being said, if you're in for Epigway Line, I will see you there literally next Monday. Can't wait. Every single day for five days, we're going deep. We're going in. It's going to be fun. It's going to be easy. It's going to be amazing. And to the rest of you, I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.